Welcome everyone to this uh, podcast on strengthening resiliency. I call it uh, that, a crash course in well-being. We are really in a strange world right now, aren't we? Uh, Everything's changing, it seems. Things are chaotic. We need to find some kind of balance, some kind of inner peace and strength. The aim of this podcast is to become more resilient by utilizing tools, practices, and lifestyle behaviors that will enhance our health and wellness. Isn't that the key? So the information I'm going to provide will receive, uh, you will receive, has been shown to strengthen a person in almost all ways, physically, mentally, emotionally, and even spiritually, and to become the best version of, of yourself. So that was uh, my intent and focus, and I hope that uh, you'll find it beneficial. As all of us are experiencing this sort of together, though in different degrees, we are in the midst of this COVID-19 pandemic. But it could be something else in your life if it wasn't this, couldn't it? It could be health problems, occupational issues, financial stressors. There's a wide variety of problems that can beset us uh, other than where we find ourselves right now. About 15 years ago, I was diagnosed with a very serious illness. It was autoimmune, and it can be uh, deadly. It can be one that you can't uh, you don't recover from. It's MS. Um, the skills that I'm going to provide you, I believe, saved my life. I'm essentially free of symptoms, and I credit doing the, the following things that I will talk about in the podcast as turning my life around. They're simple, they're basic, but the key is consistency. And that's kind of true in anything in life, isn't it? If we are consistent in our effort, we usually reap the rewards. First, a few uh, terms or concepts related to stress. Just the word stress uh, is defined as a mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from an adverse or demanding, uh, demanding circumstances. Burnout is the collapse uh, caused by uh, overwork or stress. Decompression is the lessening or removal of pressure. That's like letting the air out of the tires, so to speak. I think that's a good uh, metaphor. And resilience is the ability to be agile and effective amidst our stressors and to bounce back quickly from difficult situations. Becoming resilient uh, is a buffer or a protection to the building stress that we find happens in our everyday life. First, a little bit very briefly about the fight or flight response. We've all heard that for a long, long time. It's a uh, physiological response It's the sympathetic nervous system being activated. It activates the amygdala, uh, two almond-shaped masses deep in our brain, and they send out impulses to the glands and muscles in our body to release adrenaline into the bloodstream. 
This results in <clears throat> increased blood pressure, increased heart rate, and it sends uh, blood sugars through the system. So we're very hyped up. Think of a car that's revved up. You've got your foot on the gas pedal, and it's making lots of noise. It's burning lots of energy. And if you su sustain that, it would overheat, and you'd probably have some serious problems. Well, we need to learn to take our foot off the gas pedal. And we do that by learning and applying uh, basic tools. Let's talk about um, the workplace. Since we spend 40 to 60 hours of our week at work and in commuting, it's a lot of time. Here's a few statistics. 83% of U.S. workers suffer from work-related stress. More than a third of respondents on a survey said that their main source of stress at work was their boss. You may or may not have a lot that you can do about that. In 2018, a third of all U.S.-based respondents visited a doctor for something stress-related. When I was in graduate school... It's been a few years ago, but it was believed even then that upwards of 90% of physician visits had a stress component. I think that's true. I really do. Uh, workers say stress and anxiety affect their work productivity uh, more than any other factor. So stress is the number one factor that affects productivity. More than half of U.S. workers are mentally checked out at work. They're mentally not fully there. Chronic stress can lead to depression, which costs organizations and the nation billions and billions of dollars, not to uh, also to include the effect on families, on the individual and the family, which can be very, very difficult and very, very high. Only 40%, only about 40% of employees who suffer from stress have talked to their employer. And those that do, uh, less than half are offered some kind of help. So you go to your boss and you ask for help and he or she may not know what to do or they're so encumbered with other things they don't follow through. Only 20% of workers spend more than over 20% of workers spend more than five hours of office time thinking about their worries and stress. That's more than an hour a day. Now think of all these standard or typical stressors and then magnify that with a pandemic. It's really uh, done a number on a number of us, hasn't it? I've worked in a hospital setting the last few years, and let me just give you just a few simple statistics. Um, 50 to 60% of physicians report being burned out, especially ED physicians. 60 to 70% of nurses report being or feeling burned out at work. And think of the impact on patient care if the provider, the caregiver, is overwhelmed or burned out. There's issues of safety, um, medical errors, infection rates, and a host of other things.
I think the question you could ask is how is stress impacting you and your staff and your industry? You know it's there. All industries are impacted by stress. The biggest is probably disengagement. Mentally, uh, not being fully there. That's, that's, that's the problem. Stress in and of itself is not, not uh, to be feared or to be uh, the problem. It's uninterrupted stress. I think a lot of us live our lives on autopilot and we forget or we fail to uh, apply those tools that will bring our stress levels down, will help us relax. The three, three areas of our life, three sectors, are essentially the home, the workplace, and everywhere else. Let's talk about that for just a moment. Home, what are the home stressors? Parenting issues, financial issues, chores that need to be done, family conflicts, sleep issues for the kids as well as for yourself. And then, on top of that, trying to find positive time with our children for bonding. Of the workplace, are you interested or bored at work? Are you invested and engaged? Do you like the team you work on? Are you allowed to make contributions? If so, that instills value that you, you feel there. Uh, do you feel like you're making a difference uh, at work? And then everywhere else, are you getting enough recharging time? Many people don't. You likely know what works for you. What recharges you and decompresses you when you're feeling a lot of stress? For me, it's sports and some different hobbies, but it could be reading, time with friends and significant others, being in the out of doors. Um, it's the personal time to do what you want, to just be. We call it downtime. This is vital as this is the domain where stress becomes neutralized and we reclaim our better selves at home and at work. And think of stress, how it kind of gets carried back and forth from work to home and from home to work. So if we can take care of that, it will make things better all the way around. I want you to think about your life for just a moment, the different places in your life and in your mind, so to speak, do a kind of a self-assessment. I'm going to run down just a few things, and there's lots of things that influence stress. Uh, your use of alcohol or tobacco. Illegal drug use. Drugs that are harmful to us. Prescription drug misuse. Our weight. The way we eat or diet. Um, relationship with significant other. With children. With uh, parents. Other extended family members. Our sleep pattern. Do we exercise? Do we have other methods like meditation, yoga, etc.? 
how much time are we watching TV or on our phones, the intranet, uh, cell phone use, other electronic device use, career satisfaction, income, friends, or general support system? Are we involved in some voluntary work that where we're giving something back? Do we take care of our bodies, our mouths, like dental exams? Um, are we involved in organized religion? Or do we have other spiritual practices? Other personal growth opportunities, hobbies, avocations. Do we take a vacation? Think of these things and, and all the other things in your life for just a moment. If you have some paper handy, or if not, mentally note two areas that you need some help that you need to see some improvement in. Two areas. Usually your mind will flash into something. You'll say, oh yes, and maybe you've been putting it off. But th think of one or two areas. Let me ask you these questions. What do I really want from my life right now? And drill down, get into some of the specifics. Rather than I just want to be happier, I want more time. What will you need to do to make that happen? Is what you're doing now helping? Why or why not? What's something else I could try? to bring about that thing that I really desire that will provide more quality in my life. What could I do first to get the ball rolling down the hill? When do I plan to start? Today? Tomorrow? Next month? And most importantly, visualize yourself becoming successful in that area. You've accomplished other goals in your life. Think in your mind how you'll feel and how your life will change once you accomplish this important goal or goals. It's important to only choose one or two uh, some say we don't really ever multitask. Um, we're best if we're focused fully on that thing that we want to see improvement in. I assure you, my friends, if you begin where you are, as you apply these tools as you hold yourself accountable, uh, you're going to have more peace, more energy, feel less fragmented. Be patient. Sometimes it takes time. Sometimes results are very rapid. But these tools will reduce stress and create more resilience. I hope that's provided you an idea or two that you can use it moving forward. I wish you all the best until we uh, meet again. Uh, take care.